don't know. It is showing. Hello, everyone. Good evening. There was a technical hitch. That's why we couldn't go live on time. Uh, before I start, let me just very quickly talk about Book It Up. Uh, Book It Up came into existence uh, because we wanted um, established as well as budding authors to be on the same page as their uh, as the readers. And that's why Book It Up came into existence. Now let's talk about Monica. Monica is, oh God, there's just so much to talk about her. <laughs> Monica Singh is a great scientist turned writer. She started out her career in the pharmaceutical industry as a synthetic chemist and went on to work in the regulatory and quality assurance department at Inventia Healthcare. When beakers and test tubes failed to hold her imagination, she returned to her childhood love of reading and writing. She's a dyed-in-the-wood bibliophile and her love for reading has led to her passion for writing. She writes so others can find comfort and acceptance of her words, just like the just like she has in the words of many others before. Her debut novel, The Pause, uh, is now live on Amazon. Her stories are part of uh, national as well as international anthologies such as Stories of the, from the Forest by Notion Press, Tea with a Drop of Honey, and Trade 13, the Path to Perdition by The Hive, and Write in Part, an anthology of the personal and political by both publishers. When not writing, Monica practices the art of editing, she is the chief editor at Penmancy and has edited three novelas and a collection of poems called Universe. Uh, Monica lives in Pune uh, with her loving husband Rahul and a gentle ginger tomcat called Loki. So welcome, Monica. Hi, Natasha. Thank you so much for having me here. I am so excited and so nervous about this session. <laughs> Trust me, I don't like these teeth. I'm just for sure. <laughs> Yeah, fingers crossed for that. <laughs> Anyways, um, we've got we've got lots to catch up on the session, so let's just very quickly move on. Yeah. Um, Monica, congratulations on your debut novel. That it's fantastic, but we'll talk about Thank that later. You. Yeah. So <laughs> let's start with a few rapid fire questions. Monica, the first thing that comes in your mind, okay? Okay, uh, okay, okay, let me, let me, let me just get prepared. <laughs> ha, okay, okay, mentally, yes, ready. Yeah, now, ask me. <laughs> okay, here we go. Happy endings, sad endings, or open endings? Open endings. Open endings, okay. Always. Late night outs or late night out with books? Both. <laughs> okay. What's what's out of your comfort zone? Writing romance or writing comedy? Writing romance any day. It's very out of my comfort zone. No, can't write it. <laughs> you have actually written, uh, I think two, right? For the for the romance April Love uh, Harness. At, yeah. Uh, oh my God! You the remember, remember those? Yeah. <laughs> the only romance stories that I have ever written. <laughs> okay, I love romance, reading as well as writing. Okay, editing or writing. Weirdly editing. <laughs> <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> okay. While writing, first person narrative, second person, or third person, which one do you prefer? I I actually started out writing with the third person narrative, but now I have fallen in love with the first person. Uh, but I am weirdly attracted to the second person narrative, so I'm definitely going to try that out in a book. Okay. Um, second person in a book. Huh? That's I've, I've actually read a book uh, 
whose name I escapes the ghosted. So the half the book is in a third person, half the book is in the in a second person narrative. No, sorry, first person and second person. It's it's very interesting and it's very captivating. Right. Okay, so Western or traditional attire? Traditional, any day. Yeah, and how about <laughs> your? Uh, would you like to dress them up in Western or uh, traditional? Uh, sorry, I, I couldn't catch that, Natasha. Can you repeat it? Would you like to dress your protagonist in traditional or Western? Uh, wow, that's tough. <laughs> I don't know. Western? Uh, probably. I, I don't know. <laughs> Western, okay, I guess. It depends on genre. genre. I mean, it's, it's yeah, because I write, I, I write mostly crime and horror. So, you know, it's pretty easy for the blood to go everywhere if you're kind of Western, the clothes are torn and everything. So I'm imagining that. <laughs> I can, I can. It would be interesting to see, um, not possible, impossible, but interesting to see, you know, a thriller with, uh, you know, with the protagonist dressed in a Nawari study. I mean, I, I would, I would say. <laughs> that would be interesting. Yes, definitely. Absolutely. And a thought for most of the people out there. Yeah. Okay. Um, Rock songs or gazelles? Gazelles. Okay. Biography or non-fiction? You like both of them are non-fiction, no? Sorry. Okay, if I have to read, then I would probably go for non-fiction rather than biographies. Uh, even though I love writing biographies, I don't like reading them. Okay. I don't like either of them. I mean, it's like. So, why are you story. asking me this question then? It's to put you in a spot. You want to know. The nation wants to know. Okay. Yeah, right. Anyways, dining out or cuddling with a book? Cuddling with a book, any day. I don't mind cuddling with a book and eating. <laughs> yeah, I know. Of course, food is going to make an appearance over there. Like, that's obvious. Yeah. <laughs> food, tea, beverages, <laughs> it's endless. Um, okay, this question I know the answer to, but uh, cat or dog? Cats. <laughs> Whenever Monica comes over to my place, I have a dog uh, whose name is Biscuit and he's like all over her. <laughs> so I, I don't yeah, think he answers. He, he, actually, he actually misses me when I'm not there. <laughs> Absolutely. He'll bite Monica's hand in protest. You know, why have you come after such a long time? Very nice. So now that we have these absolutely integral questions out of the way, we can relax into asking and answering the rest of the questions. Okay. So these are very simple ones, Monica. Don't worry. <laughs> Is it that I'm apparent? <laughs> that that nervous. <laughs> okay. What was the moment that made you decide that you know you don't want to work in a corporate? Um, sector anymore and take up writing as a serious alternative and uh, you know was it was it an easy decision to make okay uh, i think uh, this is very strange but uh, the day that i got my first offer letter to join in a pharma company uh, mm -hmm. like as i was receiving that offer letter was when i realized that this is not what i want to do uh, that was the day that i realized okay no this is not where I belong. Uh, but obviously, you do what you have to do. Like, you need to make a living. It's not so, you know, you need to have a job and everything. Uh, 
but then eventually uh, the final straw came uh, during covid uh, it was june of 2020 and uh, there were a lot of complications with the company and they were asking us to come to uh, the company even though there was a covid outbreak within the company and uh, they were like if pharma hai you know essential services and everything you cannot uh, take off so i thought okay i'm done like no uh, and i was like okay theek hai writing i had to do like i i was thinking about it for a very long period of time and i thought ki okay i'll take this opportunity and you know explore it if i'm not doing it right now then probably i'm never never going to do it so i took it you know took that day as an opportunity to explore into writing and it was super difficult uh, it was uh, very depressing i was riddled with anxiety because i have never been unemployed so to speak um, so yeah i went into like a very you know crash dieting wala depression sort of a state <laughs> and it was like oh my god who am i i am not working anymore kahan hu main what is my identity you know those kind of thoughts uh, but then eventually yeah things got sorted and here we are <laughs> i'm so glad you are here <laughs> i mean uh, corporate loss is our game <clears throat> true <laughs> so coming to coming to uh, your debut uh, book the pause um, you know how difficult was it to choose um, and you know i mean did you have there are about seven uh, there are seven stories in the book so did you have more than that so you know if you did and was it easy to sort of sift through them and you know choose which one goes in print you know which one doesn't see the light of the day and uh, how about yeah. the title okay <laughs> yeah so <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'll come back to if i forget one of the questions then <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I had, uh, I think, eleven stories in the beginning. Yeah, uh, Lalita, <laughs> Loki transpired. Uh, actually, uh, anyway, so I had eleven stories in the beginning, uh, but because uh, the project that I was working on, so it was like a COVID diary writing challenge by the publisher, the Writers Gram, and you had to write anything. Like it could be non-fiction, it could be letters, it could be your own diary of. you know anything of your thoughts or feelings or whatever you could write anything and submit after 21 days you had to write every day for 21 days that was a challenge and they had a set number of pages and length of the book uh, that could be submitted so i had 11 stories in the beginning but then i had to cut it down to uh, 7 stories to fit the required length uh, yeah it was difficult obviously because i wanted all of them to go uh but uh, you know length uh, restrictions and everything so yeah finally i was like okay i wanted to be like a mix of a lot of things there were a couple of stories in ki theme uh, you know repeat ho rahi thi and uh, i did not want the reader to get kind of you know are this is the same thing that i read before so i wanted a very varied kind of so i cut it down to seven stories and then i have always forgotten the next yeah <laughs> you know what happened to the ones you uh, you know the ones left behind they're still here uh, hopefully uh, waiting for another book of short stories they're still with me good we're waiting for them to be published too <laughs> uh, i think did, did we did we answer uh, the the question of the title 
Oh yeah, yes, that was the question. Yes, the pause actually came to me uh, when I was reading a book. Uh, I don't remember the title of the book. I was reading it in 2020, and mm -hmm. there was this uh, theme of pauses in the book, where you know some somebody loses someone uh, close to them and they are grieving, or you know family dynamics चल रहे हैं उनके. So there was this entire theme of you know these things come in between your life and you know you still got to live and you still got to do what you need to do so that kind of stuck inside my head and i actually went and on this application called as your quote i don't know whether you know it this application called your quote where they, they, i was writing there and i patented this hashtag the pause of 2020 at that time it was january or february 2020 सो द पॉज ऑफ ट्वेंटी ट्वेंटी एंड वो मेरे साथ में ही था इट इट वॉज विद मी सो वैन आई फाइनली डिसाइडेड की ओके वॉट इज वॉट इज गोइंग टू बी द टाइटल ऑफ द बुक आई लाइक नो इट हैज टू बी द पॉज लाइक इट के नॉट बी एनीथिंग इज इट हैज टू बी द पॉज and it um, you know all these stories they give you a pause you know you have to pause after you read them because uh, you know they evoke so many feelings within you and you know, we'll get to that. Okay, so how does how long did it take you know take you from you know from conceptualizing the book to actually holding it you know in your hand? It was a long journey. Uh, conceptualization took exactly twenty one days. Uh, I wrote it, I edited it, and I submitted it within twenty one days. But from that stage, from manuscript stage to publishing, it took more than one point five years. Uh, to come to a book there were multiple reasons like covid tha you know print media was suffering as it is uh, publishers ke sath mein bhi bahut zyada issues chal rahe the like people were leaving the company and they were not able to find other people to join so there was a lot of this covid related issues going on at the time and it got delayed and delayed and delayed and then after 1.5 years it finally came and you won't believe i kind of forgot about it Seriously, when it came out, and when I got that mail, I was like, "Oh, this was still out there." <laughs> like it was that delayed. <laughs> What can I say, guys? <laughs> I I actually remember the conversation. My friend called up, and she like, uh, I don't know. She called me up, and I I was doing something else, and she was like, "You know, call me later. It's not very important." But yeah, just just give me a call later. So like, I think I called you back after some time, and she was like, "You know what? My book is out." I was like, "Hello." <laughs> I actually could not believe it. You know, I was I was in such a state of shock that I could. I mean, I was just shocked. 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 since you've you've gone the self publishing route i just want to you know uh, ask you, do you would you recommend uh, you know the self publishing route you know, for you know for the budding um, authors in our group uh in a nutshell i would say yes definitely if you are someone who is very serious about writing and you are just starting out and uh, you know you are not very sure about who your target audience is who you are going to market it to or you do not have as much reach as already established authors obviously that is the case with everyone who is starting out in any kind of industry 
uh, for authors who are really serious, like they are, they want that. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, I'm reading the. There was another question. Now you did not answer it. I'm sorry. I'll get to it later. <laughs> yeah, I will get to the questions. Yeah, the audience uh, questions. Sorry, I'm sorry. Just go on. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so I would say definitely uh, because you know what happens in the industry. Uh, if you do not already have a, a substantial standing, uh, if you do not have enough, uh, you know, networking channels uh, already within your reach, it's very difficult to make your name in the industry. Uh, I came from a completely science background. Like I had probably like three people who knew that ki, okay, book padna chahiye and uh, you know, fiction bhi kuch cheez hoti. I had three people who knew that. Okay. And from going from there, when I came into the writing world, I knew nobody. Like I, I, I didn't even know where to start. So if you are somebody who knows that, you know, there is this thing within me and I want to write, I want to publish a book, then if self-publishing seems like a viable option to you at this point of time, do go ahead with it. Don't think twice, you know, but only if you are serious about it. It, it should not be like, ki, haan, ek book publish kar di, okay, my dream has come to and then forget about it. No, then don't waste your money. Then might as well just wait for traditional publishers to get back to you and everything. So that can be done. But yes, definitely self-publishing. In your um, in your book, The Pause, um, I had three favorite stories. One was, of course, uh, Thursday's Adventure. That's what I, I don't, I I keep forgetting the title. I just call it the Millie story. But, but that's, <laughs> that's the, you know, of the story on me. That, uh, Tangerine and um, One and a Half Minute. Um, you know, so how did, how did these characters come to you? I mean, you know, uh, one is as they're so different. You know, there's a person who's a you know homeless man, child rather. I would say almost a man child. There is a, a woman and a young girl. How did they all come together, and how did they come into your mind? Uh, so, firstly, all the stories are true stories. Uh, they have they have you know some of them are my own stories. Some are stories that I have heard of from people I know. And the characters, I I would say, are very real, uh, but not in the way that you would imagine. Ki, okay, you know, I had a friend and I just wrote about him or her, or I knew somebody. Characters come together uh, strangely after you know a lot of experiences. A character ka, you know, you will have a smile. A uh, person ka, you will have a manner of speaking. Uh, one person's personality will be there in your character and another person's, uh, you know, a physique would be there in your character. And all of these experiences come together to make that one character. So it is true, but the characters are not the characters of real life. Uh, I actually kind of injected these characters with traits the real people did not have. So it was kind of, you know, uh, trying to get a happy ending to these people, which they did not have in real life. So characters are very real. They are a culmination of a lot of people that I have observed over the years. Uh, some are as old as, you know, like a decade ago, I have seen someone and that character has now come, uh, you know, in the form of the librarian. Uh, Mr. Nath, sir, he is a real person. He is the one who kind of introduced me to books and everything. So yeah, true stories, true characters, but not in the conventional sense. It's really interesting, you know, um, 
because we all we all see and meet so many people and you know somewhere somehow you know we sort of uh, you know pour their personalities into you know into our characters right that's why it is right. you know one should be one should always be aware of writers because we are <laughs> always observing <laughs> no matter who you are <laughs> i uh, i was traveling recently and uh, the best Best you know, thing is to just sit back in the train and you just observe people around you. It's just there's so much fodder there for thought and you know for ideas. Exactly, and, you know, yeah. I my favorite task is to um, eavesdrop on conversations. <laughs> oh, I, <laughs> people do not this take tips so from <laughs> Natasha. <laughs> yes, you should never discuss anything. <laughs> I'm quite sure going to write story. about you eventually. <laughs> Absolutely. Anyways, um, you know, I I felt uh, you know when you when you wrote your first story and it's about your friend Karan. You, know, you also recently uh, you know posted a video on him. Uh, how difficult is it to you know deal with a loss of a friend or you know deal with grief? You know when you while you're penning down something that you know that obviously would make you upset. I mean, is you know how how do you deal with those emotions that come through you? when you're writing about someone who you lost very poorly i i would say <laughs> it's it it goes uh, something like this like you write one line and then you uh, throw everything away and you go into the bathroom and you cry for a little while then you come back then you write again and then the process repeats itself you know it's it's difficult it's very difficult uh i i know for a fact that for a writer it is very very important to be objective about the stories that uh, we are writing and the characters that we are building but uh, most of the times that is not possible it's it's not possible to be objective about these characters uh aise bhi hota hai kabhi that you have written about a real person and the reader takes offense that you know this is not how it should be but you are like this happened this is real and this happened then you know at the end of the day if you are if you have decided to uh, write about it and to express what you felt then uh, you have to be objective because there was a lot more that i could have added in the chapter uh, a day in a superhero's life but uh, i had to cut back uh, because it was not relevant to the story sure. and that's that's actually where you know editing comes into play is that you edit your stories as if you are a butcher <laughs> you kill every other person who is not important to the story i know i know i know i am um, we going to get to that that part so don't worry we talk about editing too cuz you know cuz when i was reading your story and you know i um, there was just there's just so much of um, i mean unshared un i mean suppressed pain you know when you when you go through the story you know you you feel that you know you want to say more but you know you're not but you know, you're leaving a lot of things unsaid and you know sometimes you know when you articulate your pain and you know you i mean usually uh, it is said uh, you know counselors say this that you know when you want to talk about an event in your tragic event in your life or traumatic event in your life um you should pen it down and write it as a third person so like you know right or maybe using a different different uh, name or a different so you know, did this did this strategy work uh, for you or would it have uh, worked for you 
Honestly, it's it's true. It's true. Whenever you are writing about these things, uh, if you're dealing with uh, a subject like grief or you know uh, domestic violence or something that you have experienced personally or somebody that you love has experienced, uh, it's it's pretty easy to write about it uh, in a third person perspective because it kind of distances you from the narrative and from the story. And another important aspect over here is that you know how I said that. Uh, the characters can do stuff that you were not able to do in real life. Uh, the characters can possess those traits that you did not have at that point of time. You can inject that positivity or confidence or courage into your characters uh, that you wish you had at that point of time. Uh, so, you know, that makes it kind of easy because it's, it's a person that you are creating from real experiences. So the pain is definitely going to be real. But the resolution of that pain is something that you can make your own. You wish how it had ended, that kind of a thing. But like, uh, you know, like my story, if, if uh, there is no resolution in that story, uh, it's not a happy or a very uplifting kind of a story. So you, you find out things that uh, motivate you. And you talk about the things that you remember the most. And you just, I think for first draft, clickna is important. Hai. Uh, just write your zero draft or first draft, whatever you call it. And then just leave it to settle in a drawer that you cannot reach. And then come back to it later. True. True. Because, um, you know, it is when you do experience that, uh, you know, whatever tragic event you're writing. I think it's all about control, right? So when you have control over a situation it is you know you it's easier to um, re-experience it right anyways now that we have we have many 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 more layers to peel off monica <laughs> so now we're going to move into your most favorite part and my most hated part <laughs> because it is it is such an important aspect of your well-rounded well-rounded personality i don't know how you can choose editing over writing <laughs> <laughs> since you have so let me ask you what made you get into editing i don't know actually like i seriously do not know what made me get into editing the only thing that i know is that i am that annoying friend who always corrects everybody else okay and i have been uh, you know, shamed for it. Ki, Monica, what are you doing? Why are you correcting everybody all the time? <laughs> and my my stand always used to be like, you know, if I don't if I don't correct you, you are my friend. If I don't correct you right now, you're going to repeat this mistake somewhere else in a more embarrassing situation, and nobody else is going to do it for you. So you should thank me, <laughs> even though this sounds I, I, really arrogant. <laughs> Because I'm forever doing it to my friends, and you know, like my daughter would be telling me something. I'm like, wait, you use the wrong, you know, wrong adjective. No, this is what you're supposed to. She's like, do you want to hear the story? Or do you want to correct me? I'm saying, no, I want to do both. You know, we say it. So, I, so I always had this uh, thing, uh, you know, of noticing, noticing, or you know, probably observing mistakes. And uh, it, it kind of came out when I was reviewing stories uh, for other writers on penmancy. And it just kind of built upon that. And people started approaching me and saying, Ki, Monica, just look over my story and see, you know, give me comments or observations or anything. And I was like, okay. 
and then i started doing it repeatedly and i started enjoying it so much see the editing why editing over writing is like see writing takes a lot of effort editing is effortless it is effortless <laughs> okay you say so <laughs> so you know where if you want to get your books edited your stories edited please contact monica she thrives yes, yes. on please yes if i say so myself i am really good at it <laughs> yes she is i i can completely vouch for it she's a fantastic editor um okay so if i'm writing say about a 2000 to 3000 word um, you know short story or short fiction story um generally how many rounds of editing you know, do you think uh, you know as, you know any author would require for you know maybe a short fiction story like this uh depends on what is your level of writing uh when i say level of writing i mean how much practice you've had uh, at writing and reading uh if you are somebody who has never written and this is the first time that you are writing then probably you will need at least 5 to 6 rounds of editing for even a short story of that length uh, but if you are somebody who was who is very experienced with writing and you know has read a lot uh because writing cannot exist without reading uh so if you are a person who has read a lot of books and has this huge database of information about the language within your brain then you will not need for let's say 2000 word story ke liye you will not need more than two or maximum three rounds of editing if you are going beyond three rounds of editing for a 2k word story then you're probably overdoing it like myself okay was <laughs> <laughs> I I can actually believe that. <laughs> I I have OCD. <laughs> I have OCD. So also my my uh, you know dashboard will look like zero draft, first draft, second draft, third draft with grammarly, fourth draft with pro writing aid, fifth draft combine. <laughs> so if any other editor you know even glances at my my dashboard, they'll be like, Monica is crazy. She's crazy. <laughs> I'll say it for them. It's crazy. <laughs> you know, um, while I was reading, uh, rarely that I ever read something on art editing. Uh, but I was reading an article once, and it said that you know each there should be that um, you have different rounds of editing. You should have each one should have a purpose. So maybe the first one is for grammatical mistakes, you know, or spelling mistake, you know, comma, and so on and so forth. And the second one is maybe. Maybe for commas, I think I said it. No, 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 and no, then, no, 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 okay. no. Never start off. <laughs> never start off your editing process by doing line editing. That's that's what it is called, line editing, where you check for okay. grammar, spellings, commas, punctuation, whatever. Never start off your first round of editing with uh, these kind of uh, corrections because you will get lost into it. Always, always, the first round of editing should always be about your structure. your developmental editing where you look at the overall plot and you find out where are the loopholes uh, what are the loopholes how can you fix them ye character idhar appear hua tha to iska resolution kya hai these are the kind of things that should go into the first draft of editing if you start off with grammar and because eventually na you're going to have to redo it all over again at the end so leave grammar and punctuation and spelling for the last like last proofreading wale stage ke liye so uh if i can summarize what you know what you're saying is that the first 
your first uh, editing uh, phase should be about uh, you actually checking to see if your character names are correct or character come you know I mean, basic uh, physical and other attributes of your characters are in place right and then right. the last thing that you check is you know for grammar as well as your uh, other uh, you know, smaller easily fixable issues right right so so the first the first you know to remember it very easily the first edit should be the big picture edit big picture oh. includes your plot your characters beginning ending climax rising action falling action all of those come under big picture edit and uh, i am also kind of developing a editing workshop uh, workshop uh, and i'm hoping that i'll be able to answer all of these questions in that workshop <laughs> sign us in so we'll still come to you <laughs> <laughs> of course, yeah. work. <laughs> you know, um, I've always, uh, always had this very interesting uh, doubt in my mind that um, you know, how does editing change with uh, you know with genre? Because, for example, if you're looking at say a thriller, versus you're looking at something like a, you know a very typical lit uh, piece, well, you know there are meandering sentences versus you know shorter, smaller sentences. So, um, you know, does your style of editing sort of change with the genre that you're uh, editing? Uh, for me personally, uh, I have a set process. Uh, so okay. I follow that process irrespective of the genre. Uh, because the uh, genre related uh, errors, hote hai, they are actually taken into consideration in the big picture edit. So it all comes uh, into that. <laughs> It's called mates rates. Monica doesn't have mates rates except for me. That's different. Yeah, so so I, I actually don't really look at genre uh, right at the beginning uh, because I don't want to be, you know, kind of uh, caught into the thing. Ki, okay, this is lit lit fiction. If I'm reading as I read, I will correct it. So I do that at the, uh, like, let's say mid editing stage where I'm like, okay, you know, this kind of pace does not work for lit fiction. So pace ko slow down karna padega ya thriller ke liye pace, you need to enhance the pace. It has to be quick like that. Staccato use karo or shorter sentences use karo. So those kind of edits come in like the middle of the editing process. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Uh, I'm, 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 um, I always thought it would be the other way around you. So I'm a little uh, surprised. Okay. okay. Um, it's okay. So um, I've always, I mean, from editing from a personal perspective, uh, it is, I mean, if someone like me, it is like getting inside the uh, you know, a rabbit hole. When do you stop editing? Because you know, there's each time you know they say that you know, three days baad dekho, ya two days baad dekho, you know, after X number of days. But each time you come back to it, you know, there's always something that you want to edit. You know, when do you put the stop? Sometimes you know, there are there are people who say you know, when you're sick of your manuscript, that's when it's ready to go. Because <laughs> <laughs> by the second round. <laughs> yeah, and this is something that happens to me very often. Is like I cannot look at my work. You know, look at my work more than six times. Like, if it is crossed the six times limit, I will just send it off. Whatever editing <laughs> mistakes there are, let it be. I can't look at it again. But uh, when it comes to editing other people, uh, other people's uh, work, uh, I would say uh, 
so so when you are saying that you know you get caught into this rabbit hole i'm assuming you're talking about self editing and not you right, know right, right. self editing so, so self editing so self editing ke liye uh, if you reach a point where uh, you say ki this is what i had in my mind when i started writing this story uh mere story ka essence is this you have identified the essence of your story and your story delivers that essence to your satisfaction theek okay. hai that is the point where you can stop editing you can stop editing at that point of time uh if 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 there's a book or a huge manuscript then i'm sure that you will be hiring a professional editor who will then come back to you with other uh, doubts or queries or corrections but for you to self edit and you know to know when it because ye identify karna for people who are pantsters like you know like i am like without any plot line and without any outline or structure you are writing your stories for those people it is very difficult to understand ki meri story ka essence kya hai core kya hai so hmm. once you identify and it is important to identify if your story is just there without any point then people are not going to able to relate to it so you have to identify what is the point of your story and if you reach a point where you see that the story is delivering whatever you wanted it to deliver that's the point where you stop it okay so big picture first moving on to the smaller parts and to prevent yourself by getting into the rabbit hole make sure that you what you start with and what you have now then it it expresses what you wanted it to say good right right okay yeah. and and i want to just add one more thing over yeah. here is that sometimes it so happens ki aapne jo you know whatever ending you have thought of in your head is not the ending that you arrive at when you right. finish writing the story right. because your characters want to go to a different place and explore a different ending and that's completely fine and if that alternate ending is something that you feel is better than what you had thought of then leave it at that don't try to bring it all together to the first ending that you thought of because characters change over time over your plot and let them go wherever they want to go and agar wo zyada hi unruly ho rahe hain then bring them into uh, discipline them but uh, let them go wherever they want to go <laughs> i i really admire people and writers you know who have their entire plot in place when they write i just have a very brief idea of you know what i'm going to write about and i mean i have some things in place you know ye wo ye like ek essay dialogue hoga essay scene hoga you know this is going to but when i actually write down and i mean since i don't have any idea where it's going to go <laughs> it's like it's going unless of course i'm writing exactly, about it yeah. it's just going it's going when i start writing a story you won't believe when i whenever like every single time i start i sit and write a story it is either one word that has inspired me to write something a word or a image or something that i heard there are no characters there is no plot line there is no beginning no ending nothing that one word or one one sentence or you know a dialogue that i heard somewhere is something that inspires me to write and create things as i go so mine is like completely you know out there <laughs> randomly kuch bhi chal raha hai i know so uh, audience monica and i we call ourselves uh, writers at will because we write you know whenever fancy strikes us we write about whatever fancy has struck on us and our characters do anything that they want to do we are the most lenient uh, writers <laughs> you know so um, you know when you when you edit uh, professionally uh, 
you know how do you prevent yourself from becoming the writer of the piece because you know, you're you're editing it so you know maybe what i'm going to ask is you know how do you um, not let what you're editing you know be colored by your style of writing that's actually very interesting uh, because uh, uh, normally aisa tendency hota hai like mera bhi hai uh, that uh, i write in a certain way and i speak in a certain way and if i come across a piece that is written in a completely different style i would say ki are why are you convoluting this sentence like this why can't you just state it simply but you know you have to know that every person has their own voice and when you are editing it's very important to keep in mind that your voice does not overshadow the voice of the author right no matter how different or how unique or how weird it may feel to you as an editor you should not never overshadow the voice of the writer because that voice is something that is going to be the use key for that author and if you simplify it to your level or you enhance it to your level then wo author ka usp wo nahi reh jayega fir it will it will be your voice and not the author's voice how you how you prevent yourself from doing is you ask questions rather than correcting straight away uh, you put a query to the author that is this what you want to say over here is it okay if it is said like this or is it not you know uska intention kya hai if the intention of the author is something something completely different than what you are thinking then obviously you are going to let it remain the way it is written so always you know wherever you have doubt like you know they say ki when in doubt wear black वैसे एडिटर्स के लिए यू नो व्हेन इन डाउट आस्क द ऑथर राइट राइट बिकॉज़ यू नो सम ऑथर्स दे हैव अ वेरी यूनिक स्टाइल ऑफ राइटिंग एंड देयर सम ऑफ देम हु हु टेक मोर क्रिएटिव लिबर्टीज विद द पोएटिक लाइसेंस यस यस एंड देन यू नो हाउ डू यू हैंडल योर इनर बुचर एडी बुचर नॉट कम आउट uh very very uh uh not easily <laughs> i know that is a very wrong sentence but uh, uh normally if i if i face a lot of problems uh, with the you know correcting such works i actually just kind of have a conversation with the author or probably if i can get away with it i would not uh, pick their work again uh and let them go somewhere else because uh, i should not be the one who you know kind of suppresses their voice uh because right, i am set in my own style of writing and it 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 automatically happens like you know you correct sentences where you're not supposed to correct so if it right. is something that i really uh, struggle with then i talk to the author and if that doesn't work then you know i let them go and find someone else who can do the job what is uh, i've heard this term development editing and i've got you know a very vague idea about it but i just want to understand from you you know what exactly is development editing development editing what is it development editing developmental edit yeah developmental edit ha 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 so uh, developmental edit is the first stage of editing uh, there is this uh, kind of you know misinformation that editing means correcting everything all spelling punctuation uh, nay editing requires a lot other things than just simply line editing uh developmental ed- editing will look at your overall uh, structure the overview of your story or your book 
आप में क्या स्टोरी कहना चाहते हैं आप वॉट इज द मैसेज दैट यू वॉन्ट टू पोट्रे हु आर योर कैरेक्टर्स आर दे बिलीवेबल आर दे रिलेटेबल आर दे एनी लूप होल्स इन द स्टोरी इज द प्लॉट फ्लोइंग स्मूदली आर द ट्रांजेशन स्मूद इज समथिंग दैट यू नो अ कैरेक्टर केम इन बिटवीन एंड देन यू नेवर नो वॉट हैपन टू दैट कैरेक्टर वो सडनली वैनिश हो गया तो ऑल ऑफ दीज काइंड ऑफ थिंग्स आर टेकन केयर ऑफ इन दी डेवलपमेंटल एडिट and development edit will not look at your spelling they will not okay. look at your punctuation or or grammar or you know typos and everything they are not doing that developmental ed- editors will look at your structure they will look at the overall uh, plot line or storyline of your book or story uh, they will look at all of these big things that might you know impact the final product uh, that you are going to sell so that's developmental editing okay okay um i want i want to ask you very uh, a question i mean you don't have to reveal any names but you know have you ever come across a situation where you felt that the write up is just not possible to edit you know it is better to have lost than to have edited at all <laughs> a lot uh, a lot um, <laughs> एंड सी द प्रॉब्लम इज दैट कोविड के टाइम पे ऐसे हुआ है दैट यू नो पीपल हैव जस्ट फाउंड दिस क्रिएटिव स्ट्रीक बिकॉज देर वॉज नथिंग एल्स टू डू वी वर सिटिंग एट होम एंड यू नो पीपल जस्ट एक्सप्लोर विद अलॉट ऑफ डिफरेंट आर्ट थिंग्स एंड सो ऑनेस्टली स्पीकिंग यू नो देर आर पीपल हु आर मेन टू राइट एंड देर आर पीपल हु आर नॉट मेन टू राइट ओके इवन इफ यू नो यू फील दैट यू नो i am a good writer but there are people who don't know who don't know it no offense men but aap jo soch rahe hain wo aapka paper pe nahi aa raha hai honestly speaking and it's not only about editing uh, there is a difference that's what i keep telling people on pimency also that there is a difference between spoken storytelling and written storytelling so uh, you know the way that you tell a story uh, when you are talking to a friend or talking to somebody uh, verbally is very very different than how you write a story so yes of course bahut aate hain aise but uh, you can't really do anything you about it so <laughs> yeah you you correct it but eventually people just have to come to their own uh, realizations and uh, it's not something that i uh, relish pointing out so i do my work and i move on <laughs> it's the best it's it's a very typical bombay attitude you know kaam karo aur nikal jao actually <laughs> true so um besides loki which book i can hear you natasha please carry on Okay, I said besides Loki, which besides Loki, which book do you like to cuddle up with? Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, there are a lot of books. Uh, I think uh, whenever uh, so, I have this yearly ritual of uh, you know whenever December comes around, I'll start reading Harry Potter again. So Harry Potter okay. is uh, one of my absolute favorites, and I would uh, any time like. In, December तो मेरा रिचुअल है ही आई विल आई विल रीड ऑल सेवन बुक्स टिल यू नो क्रिसमस गोज अवे न्यू ईयर कम्स एंड देन आई कैंड ऑफ हेराइड द न्यू ईयर विद हैरी पॉटर सो दैट्स वन बुक दैट्स ऑलवेज विद मी लाइक नो मैटर वेयर आई गो इट्स ऑलवेज है अदर दैन दैट 
I don't know. Abhi kya hai na audio books. I'm so enchanted with audio books that cuddling up with a book is difficult. You have to kind of cuddle with your phone only. <laughs> I got distracted because Biscuit came into the room and he was trying to get onto the bed. <laughs> I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> My dog, uh, he's been, uh, we've sort of kept him in the room today because there's painting happening in my house. So he's like, so excited to be let out. So he just <laughs> rushes out and rushes in. I'm sorry. <laughs> so what's, what's next? Next in the pipeline for you, Monica? Uh, couple of projects. I am already halfway through uh, one project. It's a crime uh, mystery detective sort of thriller. And uh, I'm hoping to finish it by March. Uh, I really hope that I'm able to do it because it's been in the process for one year. And I hope that 2023 is the year that it comes to life. Uh, another uh, project is another fiction project that I actually made the pitch for uh, for Penguin. I am hoping to kind of get into it. It's a very, very exciting plot. And uh, I don't want to talk too much about it before I start uh, writing because then it will be like, you know, another two years since till I complete it. <laughs> so that's there. <laughs> the two projects right now, other than, uh, you know, my reading and book reviews and everything. So when Maybe you review- it's a lot like you. Yes, she is. <laughs> I, uh, and Amelie is a lot like you. I mean, that you, you know, when I was reading it, I was actually, I don't have a photograph of you when you were young, but you know, I had visualized in my mind. Because you talk about librarians, and I remember in school, we used to have a very Karus librarian, which was so nice to me. And I used to wonder why other people you know, used to find us. <laughs> I used to wonder why they find her good. She's so nice to me. You know, she was like, oh, beta, you know, go play go. Huh. I guess, I guess, you know, they, it takes one to understand that these people like books. True, true, true. It takes one to know. And yeah, because uh, they are so in love with books. They like people who are in love with books. And I guess that's the kind of relationship that even I had my with my librarian. And I can't ever, you know, be grateful enough to that man. Uh, he was amazing. He was amazing. He would he would actually, you know, I was like nine or 10 years old and he would just give books to me. Uh, we had a rule where, you know, you would just uh, take only one book and he would give multiple books to me. Ki padho. You know, you were a fast reader and he would even tell me, you know, you should read English. It will increase your knowledge. It will increase your, you know, reading speed. Uh, he had no job doing that. Like his only right. job was to give books like he didn't need right. to do that. But he did, and you know, it kind of just escalated, I guess. <laughs> because you know, we used to have another library in, in Vashi where I used to stay. And um, you know, despite the fact that I would almost visit practically every second day with you know, with you know, it was a monthly subscription. And you know, despite that, you know, she was so excited, uh, you know, for me to come back and you know, like, what you want to read next, you know, and she would uh-huh. keep the new books aside. <laughs> and even though you know, I was actually running through her, you know, monthly quota of books. She's very cool about it. You know? She's like, you know, let's, you know, let's get you started. You know, have you tried this book or have you tried that? So, you know, the, I mean, the aim, of course, is to make money, but the aim is to, um, you know, educate and illuminate as much as it is you know, to survive. True, so, true. I guess we've been very lucky to have, you know, very, um, you know, very good, good people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
beacons of whatever would you would you like to read uh, something from your uh, from my book monica uh yeah sure uh what do you want me to read really okay. <laughs> this is my book uh if yes. you want to buy it it is available on amazon please buy it i know the price is very high but it's worth it and <laughs> it is worth it and please review it not just buy yeah. it even if it's yeah. a one line review you don't have to write you know uh, a mahabharat kind of a thesis there a shorter <laughs> i like the book i recommend the book the book each story is very nice also works and i mean i would like yes. it yeah for all my friends but <laughs> four or five lines two lines also works just two lines and even yeah. one line works it works it's important it. to leave uh, amazon reviews uh, for new authors uh, because that's how you know they make their name and uh, that's how they gain kind of popularity uh, in an industry where they've never been so yeah do leave a review on amazon even if you are not writing a huge review that's also okay just one or two lines about how the book was <laughs> read it or definitely recommend it or whatever but you know, don't talk about um because you know I've, we we had this discussion with last last week when we were discussing with uh, you know at uh, puta lit fest when someone very correctly pointed out that you know the page was torn or delivery was late you know don't rate oh, yeah. someone for <laughs> shipping was late meri galti nahi hai usme maine to kitab likhi so i i did read i did read a lot of those reviews where you know on on some uh, books on amazon where people are writing uh, the packet was torn one star and yeah. you know the printing is not good one star and i'm like dude it's... that's not author's fault <laughs> have you read the book <laughs> wait so rate us on the on our stories but do leave a review and it's an honest right. request from everyone <laughs> everyone just leave chota sa review it really helps because it, it helps us in getting you know uh, getting traction on our books so review 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 <laughs> all right yes. okay now yeah, uh, before the time runs out and read a little <laughs> okay if milly had to pick a place that felt like home truly and unequivocally made her feel at home she'd pick the library at her school it was her happy place her haven it was not a very big space nor was it as fancy as some pictures she had seen of libraries in stories such as the beauty and the beast no The school library was a small, dusty and cluttered room on the second floor of the school building. There were 7 to 10 small metal racks arranged in tight rows in the back of the room. The front half contained the librarian, Mr. Nath's desk, and a nice patch of open carpeted floor next to the tall grass-fronted windows. A handful of wooden benches placed in one corner of the room were all that the school could afford, but they were usually reserved for the staff. Having left their footwear by the door, students invariably sat on the carpet to read. That was fine with Millie. The library was a sacred place. She had made herself a little reading niche on a small patch of worn-out carpet between a rack and the very last window in the room. She liked it there. Removed from the incessantly scathing eyes of her classmates, she could read in peace. The library was chock full of novels like Nancy Drew, Sherlock Holmes, The Secret Seven. These battered, frayed and yellowed books were Millie's only companions. Escorted in her reading spot, she was there was no need to talk to people who looked at her like she was something nasty the cat dragged in. There was no need to pretend to be someone who could be liked. No worrying about her ill-fitting clothes or her ill-fitting self of being ridiculed or smirked at or gossiped about. In the library, she could be anyone. 
I love that line, you know. I will mention it in my review. I mean, for me, it it sums you know, sums me up, and you know, a lot of us up. You know, in the library, she could be anyone. Oh my! Right. I mean, if I if I had it told, I would have got that written on my. <laughs> It's Thank true. You. It's true. It's so true, right? You, I mean, you can be anyone when you read a book. Let's <laughs> not get emotional. Uh, someone has asked, "Can't see the name." So, Monica, what would your autobiography be called? Wow, I have I have not given it thought. <laughs> I'm sorry. I I will get back to you about it. Have you thought about it? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. What is it going to be called? Vanilla essence. Oh, nice! That's really nice. Because vanilla, is, I know you hate vanilla. <laughs> <laughs> I hate vanilla. Okay, to clarify, everybody, I hate vanilla because I used vanilla in my chemistry uh, practicals and you know to synthesize drugs when I was working in pharma. I used to be drenched in, in vanilla every day for five years. Okay, so that's why I hate vanilla. <laughs> Uh, but the reason I have a reason why I would want to you know use vanilla essence because we usually add it in you know in most of the cakes or you know other the baked um, goods that we make. But it is it's got its taste is not going to overpower the you know the other ingredients. So that it's a part of everything, but it is not really you know overpowering anything. So yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> Copy it. <laughs> And but I'm so happy you hate vanilla. And uh, <laughs> someone asked, uh, I think you can read it. Um. Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> I have felt like this for a better part of a year and a half. Uh, you know, writing things down and then deleting them and feeling like I'm a waste of space. Uh, but that's not true. Uh, I think you've answered this question when we spoke about uh, grief and you know writing it. You know while you're. Uh, it did affect me. Yes, yeah, we have talked about it. It did affect me, uh, but you know I am eventually an editor more than a writer, so I guess I walk through it. <laughs> we've answered this. Thursday's adventure. Yeah, yeah, real character. Yes. There are a lot of questions. You'll have to get back, Monica, and I'll, you know answer most yeah, of them. Yeah, sure, 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 sure. I'll get back to the questions in the comments, and I will answer all of them there. Because now I'm, I can see so many of them. <laughs> Any last questions before we close? Uh, I have one thing uh, to add before we go. Um, mm -hmm. Not, I don't think anybody knows this, but uh, the pause, all seven stories are stories that have been rejected by platforms. These are all rejected stories. Uh, at one point or another, I have sent all of these stories to publishers, to magazines, to platforms where they have been rejected. And uh, I worked on those stories and then I, you know, modified them, I improved them. And I was very determined to get these stories out in any way possible. So, you know, that's something that I wanted people to know that, you know, you, you uh, writers, especially, you know, when you're starting out, you get a lot of rejections. Uh, so that does not mean that your story is bad. It means that your story is not right 
for what they are looking for. Okay, it is not bad. Work on it, learn, practice, and you know you will get there someday. Uh, uh, the Millie story Thursday's adventure. Actually, I got called a bigot for that story. Uh, really? Yeah. <laughs> <On what> yeah. <laughs> because uh, apparently, after what J.K. Rowling said about uh, uh, the trans uh, women, uh, we are all supposed to hate Harry Potter now. Uh, and if you kind of show love towards Harry Potter, then you are a bigot and transphobic and sort of things. So, yeah, I think especially Thursday's Adventure was one story that I definitely wanted to uh, get out there because no matter what people say, that does not discount my experiences or somebody else's lived experiences. So don't let people, you know, uh, get you down. Basically, you know how Ron says, don't let the muggles get you down. <laughs> True, true, true. Um, you know, this, I always have thought about it. How do you separate the artist and the art? It's a very, very uh, important question. And uh, I think you can separate it if you want to. And uh, because, you know, artists come and go, but uh, the only thing that lives on is your art. And if you have, no matter who you are, you know, even if you are, you know, detestable, and uh, morally, you know, very, very uh, gray. Even if you you are like that, you have created something that will last and people will look at it and, you know, admire it. It's fine. It's art. Eventually, that's, that's what is going to, you know, leave a legacy. And you are going to come and go, no matter what kind of a person you are. But obviously, it's always better to be a good person than a bad person. <laughs> <laughs> True. So stay good. Keep writing. <laughs> matter you know if your stories are rejected or you know if they are you know, not as loved as you want them to be it all plays out in the end you know life is a zero-sum game yeah so monica i want to say thank you so much it's like i actually can't believe it's it's been one hour i actually looked at my mobile once during the session i was like 43 minutes passed and i still have so many <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I know. Even I did not realize it. When you asked me to read the the book, and I was like, "Oh my God, we have only five minutes left. What have we been talking about?" <laughs> no, we don't really have a fixed time per se, but we usually wrap it up uh, in one. But we can go on. I mean, there's nothing. There's no, no let's not. <laughs> we will we'll do it again sometime else. Yes, and you're going to hold a workshop for us on uh, editing. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> I'm looking forward for that. To that. Yeah. <laughs> thank you so much, all of you, for coming in on a lazy Sunday and you know, joining in, asking us questions. Thank you so much. It you know it shows you know the love and support that we get from our readers and our audience. You know, it's, that's what keeps us going. You are the real win beneath our wings. So thank you very much. Yes, you are. Thank you, thank you so much. Thank you everyone who joined in. Thank you for listening to us talk about random things uh, you know other than the book uh, i'm sorry <laughs> but yeah i hope you enjoyed it as much as we did uh, read my book leave a comment for me on amazon and see you guys soon yes and uh, before we sign off please review monica's books and all the indian authors books we really need it so that's that's yes. the gyan for today <laughs> yes. and uh, <laughs> thank you once again Thank you, Monica. Thank you, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye, Natasha. Bye -bye.